and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And I must make me Mike. I feel like you've done that one before, man. I really have, but, uh, you know, once you get to 119 sometimes, you're going to step on some old territory every now and again. That's true. That's true. Um, well, I mean, you know, it. we've got another couple decades to go, so... You know, don't <laughs> let that don't let that that well dry up just yet. I, I I intend to be doing this for a while. Yeah, well, I, I I'm not. It's just uh, you know that one there came to me and and uh, in, in the moment and and that's that's what I did. That's what I did. I am enjoying <laughs> a mad elf right now. Are you? I'm enjoying some Swiss diet iced tea. Uh, of course, I've had mad elf. Of course it's, I've had it's it. A, it's 11% alcohol by volume, and I'm on my third one, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, uh, I, I call that stuff Walker beer. Because if you drink as many as you would normally drink of anything else, uh, yeah, you'll be walking on your fucking knees across the floor and, uh, you know, guiding your way down the hallway with your hands on the wall and everything else. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. usually the way that it works with that stuff. I had, uh, I had a friend... Uh, that I used to work with that his uh, family owned a distributor and he used to anywhere from a six pack to a case he would get me for uh, the holidays like I guess a six pack if I hadn't pissed him off that year really a case if I uh, if we were friendly with each other and so yes I am very well versed in the delicious uh, mad elf mm. you know, I do love the taste of, of it you know, speaking of alcohol, um, I have a story I don't think I've ever told on the air. I don't think I've told it to you. Uh, I definitely haven't told it on the air. Um, but so about the year about was about 2003, and I was living uh, right in Palmyra, right next to the railroad tracks, like about yeah. 100 feet from the, the crossing. I recall and when you lived right, there. Yeah. yeah, and right next to a uh, trash dump. Uh, like not a dump, but like a place where the trash trucks got washed out. So there are all those mm -hmm. weird metallic flies that would come around to your trash and stuff. Um, it wasn't the best place to live, but anyway, at the time I was working for a Medicare uh, company. My job, and I didn't stay there very long. I didn't even make it through training because I hated it so much. Um, <laughs> I've had a couple like that. I. I was there for about a month and a half, and uh, my job was to uh, review Medicare claims and then deny them based on certain criteria. So my job was basically to tell people off. I was like, old people, you know, or disabled people, people mm -hmm. who are in need, you know, and I was like, I can't do this with a good conscience. This is bullshit. So, Most people you know, couldn't, I didn't, yeah. Yeah, so I, I just, I didn't hang with that job at all. But before that happened, I had a party at my house. Biggest house party I've ever thrown. Like, probably three dozen people were there at, the, at one point. And um, one of the, I invited all my classmates, and only one came, and, and this, we'll call, her, we'll call her Annie. So Annie came, and she calls me up. And I'm like, oh, where are you? She's like, I'm at this bar. And I, I go, oh, yeah, I've been to that bar. I'll, 
I'll come pick you up or I'll come find you and we can follow me back. And she's in there having a drink. And I'm like, whatever. And then I realized that she's had more than one drink. I don't know how long she was at that bar if she pre-partied before she even left. But she was pretty <laughs> drunk. And she stayed that way throughout the entire party. And as people were showing up and leaving, she was given this feat. Someone somewhere gave her the idea that someone at this party was gay. Well, there was a guy there who was gay, but who gives a shit? But she was obsessed right. with it. She was, like, seeking everybody out, trying to find out who the gay person was. She was also hitting on every guy in the place. Um, well, naturally, because point, if you if you weren't taken in by her wiles, then you were obviously the gay one. Right, right. At one point, she tried to lean in to kiss me, and I leaned back real far in my chair and acted like I didn't <laughs> notice. And just kept on talking as as we were all seated at this table. Um, My man, wife it was, wouldn't like this. <laughs> I had this, yeah. I had this one friend there who, uh, he was of mixed ethnicities, and she asked what his background was, and he said, well, my, my dad was in the military, and my wife, or my mom, was uh, a native Egyptian, and they fell in love and got married. She's like, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a minute of silence uh. for that because because Jesus Christ, I don't know what the fuck you even respond to that with. This is one of the most laid back guys I've ever met in my life, and he just looked at me and I was like, Yeah, dude, I got nothing, you know? And huh? later on in the night, yeah. later on in the night, because she like I said, she was hitting on everybody. Uh my one friend, he he went to take someone home. He was coming back, and uh, he he walks right. She's seated right in the back on the deck, right by the gateway, and he comes up by the gateway, and he's like, "You know what your your problem is? Your problem is that you, is that you're trying to fuck everybody here, and no one wants to fuck you." And then he just went through the gate <laughs> and left, and she was like, "There was like this moment of shock silence." And then she goes, I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the feeling is mutual. Later that night, a lot of people had left, but there were a few people there who'd sort of come late or whatever and were hanging out. And she's calling up her son, and he's like, he's like, uh, I don't know, I didn't talk to him myself, but she's like talking about how big his dick is and how all this stuff. And it was really weird and uncomfortable. You know, classic mom doting, right? Right, sure, yeah. My, <laughs> my son has a huge cock. Like, I'm just waiting for it to be like, I sucked it. You know, like, there's just something I not right there. I cannot tell you the number of times I've had that conversation with mothers that I know. I mean, it's just <laughs> constantly. Well, His balls dangle and and slap around and, and you know, and I'm like, oh, I, this is so normal. Why doesn't my mom talk about that? <laughs> so... <laughs> She stays the night, and somewhere in the middle of the night, she fucked one of my friends, who was very drunk himself. Uh, and I later heard about this from the guy who called her out. Um, and so they kind of slept together that night, kind of like on the floor together. And in the morning, we're all like sitting out, smoking cigarettes, and, and like this one guy, the guy who turned out to be the gay guy, she says something, he just says something really fucked up. 
to her back. I can't remember what it was, but it was pretty dismissive of her. And she flips him off. And I'm like, I'm just looking at her in like the cold morning light and like realizing how ugly of a person she was. Oh, I almost forgot. Yeah, uh, I damaged a friendship for a few years over over this because one of my friends wanted to beat her into oblivion and I tried to talk her out of it. I was like, you can't. Listen, first of all, this is my coworker. Second of all, I don't want you to go to jail. And she's like, right. well, fuck you. She's like, well, fuck you, slick. And she left. And she would not talk to me for like six months. And it took her a couple of years. Now we laugh about it, but it took her a couple of years to... <laughs> To, to 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 forgive me not letting her straight up murder this woman. She called you slick. <laughs> yeah. Well, if That's... you knew her, you'd get it. You know what I mean? She's she's she is one of colorful euphemisms <laughs> and and funny nicknames. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, in retrospect, I kind of wish I would have let her beat that girl into oblivion because. She deserved it. But can you imagine how hard it was to go back to work that Monday and face her? Like, you know, it was just. I, <sighs> thankfully, I don't have to. I, I, I didn't have to do that yet because that would have been that would have been awkward. I'm sure I always hung out with people that I worked with. But it was more of a in a public place, not so much mm. like at my house kind of a thing. <laughs> and everybody yeah. would always have to leave at the end of the night unless I mean, with the exception of one of my friends who on occasion would get well, at this point in his life anyway, would get so shit faced that he couldn't possibly drive home. And then I would uh, I would end up allowing him to stay. In fact, he's the one he he broke just a small aside. He broke a beer bottle one time out on our porch. We had a concrete porch. Some of them were living uh, right behind you. And he mm -hmm. was out there scraping it up at like 2 o'clock in the morning crying about how he had broken this bottle. And he was so sorry that he broke one of our bottles. <laughs> All this other nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, he, was a, he, was a, he was a fun one to have to stay over. Because then he passed out on my... Uh, I don't know if you remember when I had the leather couches or not. Best yeah, damn couches, couches I ever had. I loved them. They were so comfortable. But, uh, yeah, so he passed out on the couch then, and I didn't hear from him again till the morning. But uh, typically, I didn't <laughs> let anybody stay over. And thankfully, that meant none of my coworkers fucked each other. <laughs> or well, friends, because that would have been weird. I can't, mm. I can't remember if it was the same party or another party later that year. But I have this big, and I still have it somewhere in the house. Um, I, I used to collect swords. And mm -hmm. um, I one of the swords I had was this big movie. I don't even know what movie it's from. But it's some movie replica sword. Uh, like, a, like a fucking barbarian sword. Like huge. Like Final Fantasy use. number seven with the scabbard and the belt loop. <laughs> one of those, one of those guys selling them on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, but it's like one of those swords you have to use both hands to wield, like mm -hmm. one of those. And my friend grabs it, and he's swinging it all around, and I just look up, and a huge branch of my tree falls into the yard. <laughs> because <laughs> he was swinging it around and he didn't really know what he was he was drunk and he just chopped right through the branch 
It was incredible. <laughs> and, I, and my wife was like, all right, boys, time to put the swords away. <laughs> yeah, tree, yeah, when somebody starts pruning trees, it's time to yeah. put the blades away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because exactly. next thing that starts happening is somebody's limbs start getting pruned. Yeah. It was fucking like, I doubled over in laughter. I can't remember which party that was, damn it. It was a great night. But, uh, yeah. It was, I think that that was, that night would have been so much better if that woman had not come. Um, but in many ways it's, it, it cemented that party in my mind so thoroughly. You know, it was early, it was late spring, it was nice weather, you know. She managed like, to come twice that night, once to your party, and at least once on the end of a dick. Yeah, against the f- porch, <laughs> against the fence on the outside of my property, like Ooh. they went around to the alley to fuck. They fucked in my alley, <laughs> against the wow. my por- against my my fence. See here, I imagined all this lovemaking happening, you know, directly in your living room, and instead, yeah. no, they decided to share it with the outside world. Yeah, which sounds yeah, so much worse. Fr- and my friend saw, he said, I saw this ass bopping up against the fence. And I realized who it was. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen everything now. We're done. We're done here, folks. <laughs> at, at that same party, the guy I'm talking about, I swear to God, every time I turned my head, he was peeing in some corner of somewhere. Like, both indoors and out. And I don't mean, like, inside my house, thankfully, but I had this ramshackle shed in the back of my property because I was renting this house. It wasn't my property, but this place was, like, soaked in oil, and it was like there was a dirt floor in part of it. It was a mess. It was barely held together by, like, popcorn and string or bubblegum and strings. Mm-hmm. And, um, like... I turned my head at one point. He's in the corner of the dirt floor portion of the girl of, of the shed pissing. And I'm like, dude, why are you always pissing? Every time I look at you, you're pissing. He's like, what? I had to pee. That's, are you sure that wasn't me? Because <laughs> I normally no, you... pee indiscriminately when I've been drinking and a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a party that was. That was uh, that was good times. Back in the day when you had parties like that. Yeah, when I didn't have the responsibilities or the sense of responsibility that I have today. Like today I'd be like, all right, does everyone everyone have water? Does everyone have have ibuprofen to take in the morning? Like, like, are you going to be okay? You know, like, like, do you need a, you know, do you need me to call anybody? (laughs) Did we take all the keys? Yeah. Yeah, did we take all the keys? That kind of stuff. You're so worried about having people in your house. Like, I have a... Like, I like hosting people at my house, but I'm always, like, after about a week, I'm so burnt out because it's like, I'm used to having my place to myself. You know, like, like it's me and my wife, and, you know, I can leave my bedroom door open so the cats can come and go. And, you know, I can get up in the middle of the night in my underwear and go have a smoke. And, you know, it's no big deal. I mean, I'll yeah. throw on, like, pajama bottoms. But you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. 
I don't have to worry about disturbing anybody or stepping over anybody. But when there's people in the house, I'm like, I feel like a stranger in my own house. Like I'm temporarily displaced. You know, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's only a one-story building. So, you know, it's a, mobile, <laughs> it's a mobile home. Yeah, at this point, it makes it very hard to get away from from the people that are staying in your house. Now, I had people stay with us for, uh, this is a while back, uh, for like a week. And they were uh, my significant other's relatives, and I was ready to physically pack them into their vehicle and shuttle them down the road. By the time we reached the end of the week, I was furious. I was mm -hmm. like, we're never having anybody fucking stay over here like this again. Never. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I can I can sympathize with you completely. Yeah, it's well, I mean, it's the best of intentions, but you're used to your space. And when someone else is in your space, what starts out as like a mild infraction that they didn't know by the end of the week feels like an intentional fuck you. Mm -hmm. You know, like, especially if you've had to tell them, like, you know, don't put your socks on my lampshade to dry. <laughs> you know, like, like, <laughs> like I, don't, I don't know what you do at your house, but don't do that here. Yeah, right? Uh, please stop having sex in my son's room. I lend it to you to yeah. sleep in, not to sleep with each other in. <laughs> right. That was that right. that 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 was one of the things that was uh, that was going on in my house when those relatives were staying, and I'm like trying to, uh, you know, figure out a way to make it right afterwards. Like, I guess I'm just gonna have to burn his mattress now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, that's gross. Yes. That's yes. That's super gross. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you don't... I mean, if you're gonna do that, at least be rip-roaringly drunk so that you have an excuse. They weren't. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I have plenty of property out back. Go outside and do it somewhere in the darkness. I, I mean, you know, or, or something. I just don't... <laughs> not, not in my kid's room. The room that I'm sitting in as we speak... You know that that then became my uh, my sewing and and crafting room, as it were. Right. Right. Well, <clears throat> that's what you get, man. That's what happens. When you you have know, speaking of my not respect your home. Huh, true. I mean, I don't I don't mind hosting people for dinner and stuff like that. I enjoy that. Uh, but when people have to stay over, that's when it becomes. Um, a real test on my patience. Yeah. <laughs> Go the fuck home, please. Well, and don't get me wrong. Like I like ha I like hosting my 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 parent my parents in law like my in laws and my brother in law mm -hmm. and my sister in law. I love having them around, especially my sister in law. She's awesome. But well, my brother in law is really cool. Too. They're all good. I'm just saying, like, I get along with his her sister in law probably better than anybody else in her family, and uh, I don't get along with like, my brother in law. <laughs> but like, well, hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is leave at uh, that? Yeah, I, I just like after a week, it's like I just want my living room back. I want to stop playing Trivial Pursuit for a while, you know, because we've played it every night. 
because like her in-laws are like, all right. So her brother is a strong-minded Catholic. Her parents are both religious uh, Catholics. Um, and oh playing a game, playing a game like uh, Cards Against Humanity with them is like risky, especially. <laughs> I would that. say, you know. Now I can play with my mom just fine because my mom will just giggle and be like, "This is terrible," and then she'll play the most horrendous fucking card that she can find in the deck. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, um, but I don't want to subject my in-laws to that. So, you know, <laughs> it, it's like, so we're playing Trivial Pursuit and everyone knows that's kind of like a weak-ass game. Because the last questions yeah. that, unless unless you went out and bought the latest version, like the, the questions are like 15 in terms of relevancy, you're like 15 to 20 years old. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, I could recommend Apples to Apples to you. That's apples like a clean version of Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like yeah, the clean got version that. of it. There's a lot of games out there now. I, I, mean, I, love, I love that there's such a selection of, of card games out there now. But, you know, we've hogged all this time me talking about my thing um did you have a it's story for hey i i i don't i mean i i have a life i have a life story for this week it's not particularly you know uh funny or anything else but i decided i was gonna say speaking of the room that i'm sitting in my sewing room and everything i decided to to take um some like I don't know if I should call. I shouldn't call it. it it's an online class. It used to be what what you would probably call a correspondence school, where you know you get stuff by mail, and okay. you pay over a period of time. I've done this before. This is how I I got my locksmith training initially, uh, prior to um, uh, me actually doing that as part of my job for for many years. If I mean, I'm sure you know I was a locksmith at one point. I'm sure yeah. I had to have mentioned it. And I don't, uh, I don't, so I, I don't remember it distinctly, but I do remember you talking about being able to pick locks. Yeah, pick locks, uh, rebuild locks, uh, key things for people, uh, and every. I mean, I can still do it. It's not that I I lost the ability to uh, to do it or anything like that. But my point being is that I've decided to enroll myself in a uh, tailoring and dressmaking course. Um, and have started doing that, and I thought, well, I've been I've been sewing and doing embroidery and everything else for years, so this is going to be, you know, this is going to be easy. I'm going to have no issue whatsoever with this, and surprise, and as surprise. long as I, yeah, yeah, as long as I read the stuff through, just kind of you know look it over and then go to do the quizzes, I'll have no problem. And there's where I made a fatal mistake. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I haven't. I, I. I've. I've only passed. I've. I've passed everything, so far, but uh, it's taken a lot more effort and a lot more um, research than I had anticipated it taking because I forgot. This isn't just, you know, like I think to myself, if I want to make something, I know what I have to do. I don't you know. Nobody needs to tell me how to start off a project or or where to go or what to do or anything. But when it comes to somebody else's directives for doing it, yes, I, I do need to actually pay closer attention to that. 
And thankfully, I realized before I either wasted my money or my time uh, very quickly that I needed to do a little bit of studying because the material, um, whoever, and, and this is going to be part of my feedback to them when I do some feedback, when I get the chance to, I may even reach out to the instructor and say something like... <sighs> Their explanations for how you do some things and the diagrams are more confusing than they are useful. Mm. Like, I looked up this stuff online then, like, on I jumped on YouTube and said, okay, how do I do this? And then I looked at it and I went, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then I go back and I compare it to what it is that they show you to do. And I'm like, this... I don't even know what the hell they're trying to say here. Like, there's so many words that that are just unnecessary. Like, how many times do you have to... Like, it, it's, it's a... What was my favorite one? The vertical diagonal seam. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is a vertical diagonal seam? So I look it up, and the best that I can get to is a diagonal seam. And I look at that and I go, oh, okay, I know what that is. I've seen that before. I know how to do that. But yet they added the vertical into it, which made it so much more confusing. <laughs> and then the horizontal diagonal seam. And, and the thing is, you have to know the terminology the way that they have it in order to pass the classes. Cause I, I do a quiz at the end of every section and these, these areas for you to write stuff in and, like, even the one, I wrote the exact same words that they used, and it said, you know, that it couldn't grade that for me because of something with the way that I worded it. And I looked, because you can, you can hit feedback, and it'll show you their answer. And my answer was exactly the same as their answer. And it still didn't recognize it and wouldn't give me a grade for it. Now, thankfully, mm. these things don't. Thankfully, these these little quizzes don't actually count towards anything. They're just practice quizzes. But it's a little disheartening when you start going through it and you're like, I know the answers to this stuff. I know what this is, and I and I put it in there, and then it tells me that what I put in there is not what they were looking for, even though it's literally verbatim the same exact words. You know, so I, I can see already I'm coming up on like the big exam for the first uh, section and I'm nervous right now. Like I like I'm nervous like I would have been in high school for taking a test because it's not because I don't know the material. It's because I'm afraid of what I'm going to find on the damn exam. <laughs> when I uh, when I first took my civil service exam, I, I took the IT generalist one uh, mm -hmm. uh, exam. Which is, you know, as the name suggests, all about IT sort of, uh, you know, basically, can you go out in the field and install? Can you sit at a desk and do support? If you can mm -hmm. do both, you're a generalist. And uh, you go into this building in Harrisburg and you sit at a computer and you take this test. And I'm taking this test and I'm like, they're talking about technology and software that I've never in my life heard of. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this stuff? You know, and I'm pretty savvy. So I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So after a while, I just, you know, I'm like, as I'm taking this, I'm like, all right, well, based on my knowledge of this, this, and this, the most logical answer is this. 
the entire test is that way. There's only a mm-hmm. few questions where they refer to like something that you could even get a, a, a certification in like Microsoft or something like that. Most of it was referring to software, like I said, that I'd never heard of. And I figured it out later that it was a good test because what they were doing was throwing curveballs at you. No one who's taken that test has ever heard of that software because it doesn't fucking exist. It was they were doing it to test whether or not you could think on your toes. Like if you were thrown into a into a situation where like, yeah, this Tangier outlet's not working. Can you transfix the the modality on it? And you're like, um, is that anything <laughs> these, like these words don't make sense? Yeah, like like so what what and then you know you you look at it and it's like, oh yeah, they just want me to nat an IP address. Like, okay, I can do that. So, oh, ooh, excuse me. So it, it, was, it just ended up being one of those things where it was like they were testing your metal. Like, could you could you have grace under pressure to make an educated guess? And it didn't really prove that you knew your technology. It proved that you knew how to think on your feet. And I like that. I think that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I can dig it. And and I think that, uh, you know, maybe there's a slight element of that in this also. I mean, it's possible because terminology is going to vary, on you know, from, from person to person. It's always going to be that way, especially when you're talking about something as, as old and uh, varied as tailoring and stuff, you know, like making clothing. People have been wearing clothing since... Right. You know, fucking dawn of time. Uh, basically, even if it was just a pelt that they had tied around themselves, so there's there, there's going to be things that obviously I don't know, and these people coming from you know like for an educational background, it's just to me that that the diagrams are. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to actually show them to you. I'm not going to show them to everybody else. So sorry, people that are listening. If you want, just imagine a terrible diagram, but. Uh, you know, if I showed it to you, you would look at it and go, what the fuck is that? And that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm sitting downstairs because I usually do this stuff in the evening when after everybody else is going to bed because I have quiet and peace then. And I'm like sitting there saying to myself, what the fuck are they even talking about? These words mm-hmm. put together don't even make any sense. What is that a drawing of? <laughs> you know what? That sounds a lot like putting together a computer. When you look at the instructions, I'm like, you know, like, all right, so what's this fucking thing want me to do? Oh, okay. There's like one of the worst things. Like there's two horrible points to building your own computer. One is getting the motherboard mounted on the frame or the, the chassis. That mm-hmm. is such a pain in the ass because you're like, you're having to like push it with both hands and screw it in. And I have big, meaty, clumsy hands like Boris Karloff. You know, it's just like <laughs> slapping around. Like, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't get in there and do that fine work. I'm, and I'm trying not to sweat into the motherboard because that's going to destroy it. So, you know, you're doing that. And then the other worst thing is that there are these tiny, tiny, tiny little port or these little connectors that go from the case 
to the motherboard. Mm-hmm. There's one for the power supply. There's one for the like you know the power button. There's one for this. There's one for that. There's one for the audio speaker. There's all these different ones that you have to plug in, and there there's this no there's like no guidance on it. You just kind of have to guess based on what's said on the posts and what is said on the motherboard itself. And then once you figure it out where they go, these things you have to like plug them in with the finest of ease with like a tweezers and surgeon's gentleness with your hands. And I, my hands are shaky. So I'm like, uh, you know, I can't get it. And I'm trying to hold a flashlight with one hand. I'm trying to not like putting, sweat. Putting a thing in your mouth and, yeah, you're yeah. sweating all over yourself. And I know exactly where you're coming from with that because I, when I when I get into situations like that, too, I have a tendency. I'm a sweater. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the concentration and the level of of effort that you're pouring into something, even if it's not a high-energy task, just mm-hmm. makes you sweat. And it doesn't under, I don't understand it. But yeah, and and then you're like trying to get this damn thing to work, and you finally piece the goddamn PC together. And once you've done that, then you press power, and something doesn't work, and you're just like, "Fuck! I don't want to go through all that shit again." Yeah, and that's why I ended up <laughs> buying a Dell this time. I was just like, "I'm done with that shit. I don't have anything to prove." You know, some gamer people and PC people are gonna be like, "You pussy! You you fucking copped out." I'm going to say, you know what, I can afford a little more to spend to get a computer that I don't have to put together myself and right. will last me just as long as yours, you know, so go fuck yourself, you fucking pretentious prick. You just need your hobby to make you more important than you really are. So, Mike, I have... For the longest time, and I think we might have even talked about this before, but for the longest time I have been seeking out legal guidance regarding a particular act. Not mm-hmm. an act that I have any particular go- like desire to perform, but more something that popped in my head and is absurd and has stuck there, and I just wondered about the legality of it, and that's shaving a baby. <laughs> You say shaving a baby. Yeah, shaving a baby, like with a big razor. <laughs> like, first of all, like, I don't know about age ranges, because I'm thinking, you know, as young as possible. And, and you know, like, I, I, met, I, I messaged Salvatore, friend of the show from Peru, Salvatore, about this. Mm-hmm. And he said... He thought it was like a, a, an intriguing concept, and he said, "You just mean the head, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course," but I'm here to say right now, no. I, I've thought about it, and I'm thinking like I want my baby to be as 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 sleek as a dolphin. A freshly yeah. shown scrotum is quite breathtaking. I suggest you try it sometime. The good thing is you don't have to shave a baby's scrotum, but they might have some other errant hairs here and there. That's, yeah, I mean, that's true. Especially if it's one of them babies that comes out all hairy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because sometimes you do have that. You do have babies that are, like, hairy monsters, like beasts. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) 
Yeah, and and you need to tame the beast by shaving it. But like, so one time I I don't know if I had ever told anybody this, but one time I registered an account on Yahoo Answers and posted that question, um, like, is it legal to shave a baby? And I got like two dozen responses. <laughs> And there were all people calling me a monster. <laughs> that is that is one of my favorite questions I think I've ever heard. Period. Ever. <laughs> about the legality of shaving a baby. Well, let's think about it. First of all, does it Alright, so first of all. Is shaving a baby immoral? <laughs> let's just let's get that out of the way. Like I think we need a baseline. Cause if it's immoral then 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 you know getting laws passed about it is tougher. But if it's morally ambiguous or it's not immoral, then it then it becomes sort of like a, a statutory thing. So I think I, I don't I don't think you know that that there could be any legitimate moral um um issue with it. I, I mean, you're not you're not going to hurt the baby by shaving it. No. I mean, if you're gentle about it, right, right. And so, you're not using like a real harsh aftershave. I mean, if any right. at all. No, you you would use like one of those specialty shaving creams that's used for gentle areas, like mm -hmm. like that has like eucalyptus and mint in it, you know, to cool and soothe and you know like yeah, it would be a little a little uncomfortable for the baby at first, but I'm thinking like first of all like I want to shave my baby's face, even though there's no facial hair there. If it's a well, boy, there's usually fuzz. Yeah. Right. Well, especially if it's a boy, because I want my boy to have a, a strong, powerful, manly beard, and you need to get shaving started. You oh know, yeah. As soon as possible. You know, you don't want to. That fuck kid will be in like wait fifth grade and have the five o'clock shadow by you know ten thirty yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to fuck around and waste all that time and end up with some weak ass genetically malformed child that can't grow a beard until they're. <laughs> 35 like me you know, I have my, relatives was, that are I in their mid 30s that still can't yeah. I blame my father I, I, you know like like he didn't shave me as a baby and look what I've got to show for it you know I don't I mean, have a beard he, I have a beard now but it's all gray I missed my glory years the social disservice was done to you it was it was yeah. I should sue my father well, beard, I mean, you know. <laughs> I think I think we've discovered that I, I don't think that there is any kind of moral uh, issue with shaving the baby. So what's the next hurdle we have to climb? So the next hurdle is, uh, I guess, uh, it's one of of uh, ethics, you know, like now it becomes like. All right, so there's no strong and moral, par mortal, moral par imperative preventing me from shaving a baby. Yes. So now it's like a social problem. 
You know, it's like an ethics problem. It's like, how are my peers going to look at it? And if my post on Twitter, or I'm sorry, if my post on Yahoo Answers was any indicator, um, you know, uh, at least the, the good people at Yahoo Answers think that I am a beast from the lower rings of hell who would subject a baby. Because they were like, that's child abuse. I was like, how is it child I, abuse? Yeah, I don't, I don't really think it is. I think, uh, you know, no more than giving your child a haircut. I mean, that's essentially what you're doing. I don't think it's any different than giving your hair, uh, your 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 baby an ear piercing. Yeah, you know, like these people get their baby's ear pierced at like a year old. But I always thought that was weird. Like, you know, I want hmm. my baby to be stylish, you know, so I'm probably gonna have him rock a scullet. But. You know, because that's coming back into into style now. I don't know if you knew that, but mullets, mullets are making a big comeback. Yeah, I've, I've I've heard. Um, you know, and as having had one back in the '90s, more or less, uh, I'm going to steer yeah. clear of that. Yeah, I'm going to steer clear oh, of that yeah. now. Oh, we're too old for that. If we did that, we'd just be look we'd be looked upon as posers by the younger generations. Unless we could hang at a party, and I don't know, I don't know if I could or not. <laughs> if they had me, if they had me do like do a beer bong, I'd end up puking, you know, and just embarrassing myself in front <laughs> of everyone. Now, what I was gonna say was, I thought that maybe you know the '90s, late '80s was was where the mullet was invented. But if there's anything to be believed from Hollywood, that new movie with Matt Damon uh, in it as um, as the knight who I can't remember what tells the name of the movie, The Last Duel, I think uh, he has a mullet in that movie. And that would have been from, you know, the Middle Ages of uh, of Britain, if I'm not mistaken. So hey, maybe you know. maybe the 90s didn't invent the mullet. I don't think the mullet the mullet was was created in the eighties or in the nineties. I think it was probably codified there, like made into. I would an say official, perfected. Yeah, perfected. Like think about the movie um, Ice Cold. Have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> I've heard that of it. I don't think it. I've ever seen it. It's great. I, I, yeah. It's it's like it's super <laughs> cheesy, but. Uh, yeah, you've got, like, a guy with a mullet in that. It was ice cold or something else. All I know is the guy had this perfect mullet, and he had, like, the line shaped into his sideburns and everything. And the yeah. side of his head. And it was a wrestler. Sure you're not thinking of Joe Dirt. <laughs> no, I'm not thinking of Joe Dirt. Joe Dirtay. I will tell you a story about Joe Dirt. The first time I watched that movie... I was a, an assistant manager for, for Blockbuster, so I got it for free. And I was watching it, and I was so stoned. Because this was back in the day when weed was kind of new to me. And, like, you don't get profoundly stoned when you're a regular user. But when you're kind of a newbie, you do. And I got so stoned that as I was watching it, I thought that the scenes with Christopher Walken in them or cut from another movie and that he wasn't actually in the movie. I was convinced <laughs> of that. And, 
until later on until later on when he did that scene where he was dancing around in the hallway and he said he was going to stab someone in the face with a soldering iron then I figured it out but there was another part where I was watching and they had like some character like a like a movie like a news anchor or something and I was convinced that he was a fucking puppet so yeah but I laughed so hard when Joe Dirt goes into the room or into the house that's being fumigated because he thinks it's a circus tent, and he gets stoned, <laughs> and he's he's sitting there popping popping corn and singing about it. <laughs> oh my god! I love that movie. I love I love Joe Dirt so much. It is it is a classic. It is a classic. But back to the back to the baby. Yeah. So, I don't think that there's any ethical reason why you couldn't shave a baby. I really don't. And I seriously so, doubt that on your Yahoo on Yahoo answers besides the fact that these people called you a monster that they came up with any real true ethical reason why it no. was wrong. Well, and that's what it comes down to is it's an emotional reaction. Yeah. It's it's 100% an emotional response. To, I would never do that, so if you would do that, you're bad. You're obviously a monster, is, yes. Yeah, which is why I call upon our listeners to spread the word far and wide that your child will be shorn like a <laughs> dolphin. Completely hairless. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do any forced baby shearing. Here, but uh, I will, um, you know, I I would like to know where our listeners stand on this, and this can go for uh, for future guests also. I mean, just just you know, bring it up. Uh, it's 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 a curiosity. Where do you stand on on baby shaving? Yeah, just drop drop us, us a line. line. Let us know. At- yeah, story time uh, with Tom and Mike at gmail.com. You can get us day or night. And we'll, if you have a, you know, while we're on the topic, if you've got something you'd like us to read on the air, a joke you'd like us to do, a, an improv sketch concept you'd like us to attempt, anything yeah. like that, just drop us a line and uh, let us know and we'll do it and if you don't want to be credited or if you want to remain anonymous just let us know and uh, we'll be happy to acquiesce to your request acquiesce nice I have spent a lot of time on Twitter and on Reddit as you know, looking for content for us. And something that has come to me again and again is the insanity of celebrities and their tweets and their quotes. And this goes back not, you know, to well before Twitter, where you go back and you look at celebrity quotes or like, when I say celebrities, I don't just mean like movie celebrities. I mean like famous politicians you know, anyone like that, you know, musicians, uh, anyone who's musicians, anyone who's had s- the public here enough to uh, bring about uh, that kind of a- attention. So 
with that in mind, I thought it would be fun to do a game where we read one another tweets or other quote or quotes that are not tweets necessarily. Uh, that it started as a tweet, but after a while we decided that quotes overall would be better. So we start with a quote and you'll read it to me and I'll say whether or not I, I think the, what I think the answer is. I get three hints from you. So if I can guess it without any hints, I get four points. If I guess it with one clue, I get three points. I guess it with two clues, I get two points. I guess it with all three clues, I get one point. And if I can't guess it at all, I get zero points. And we're going to take turns reading to one another. And the person who gets the most points wins. So with that in mind, I think we should start with your first question, Mike. All right. I got a good quote for you here. I actually don't like thinking. I think people think I like to think a lot, and I don't. I do not like to think at all. Hmm. So my first guess is going to be Russell Brand. <laughs> that is not correct. <laughs> that is not correct. So I'll take my first. I'll take my first hint, please. Um. Extremely famous black musician. Hmm. Extremely famous black Kanye West. Kanye West, it is. All right, <laughs> three points. All right, all right, my turn. All right. Dear elderly man at the gym, it's hard for me to keep composure whilst punching at chipmunk speed while your ball sack spills out of your wind shorts. Well, that's a tough one. Um, it sounds to me like that would be a woman that said that. Um, so, because a guy would have been probably a lot more vulgar about it. Um, uh, Kelly Ripa, I have no idea. Okay, uh, first, so first hint, this was uh, someone who was really popular in the 1990s, and especially in the early 2000s. Hmm. Shannon Doherty? No. Uh, she was uh, most famous for her role in a film where she wore Daisy Duke shorts. Dukes of Hazard, Jessica Simpson. Correct. Mike gets yes. two points. All right. Thank God for those right, Daisy you. Dukes. <clears throat> All right. Next one. No. No, I didn't go to England. I went to London. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. <laughs> no. No. All right. First hint. Very famous blonde actress. Oh, that doesn't narrow it down a lot. It's still a hint. Yeah, it is. Paris Hilton. It's, it's enough of a fucking hint for you to get it. So it was Paris Hilton? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh wow! So I get th I get what three points? Yep. I can't believe my grandmother's making me 
take out this garbage. I'm rich. Fuck this. I'm going home. I don't need this shit. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Okay. I really don't. Uh, this is a prominent... I was... Uh, not so much anymore, but was a prominent figure in the rap scene. Coolio? No. This <laughs> artist was... Known for having been shot multiple times. 50 Cent. You are correct, my friend. That was yes. what, two hints? Two hints, yep. So you get two points. Six to four. Six to four, okay. Go ahead with your next one. If everybody in the world dropped out of school, we'd have a much more intelligent society. Hmm. Who would say that? I'm. I need a hint. Uh, the child of a famous musician, Jaden Smith. Of course, it's Jaden Smith. <laughs> Three <laughs> points for me. Some of the dumbest shit you'll ever hear in your life came out of that kid's mouth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, that kid is so fucking dumb. All right. Uh, I feel like there's a giant meatloaf inside of me. <laughs> uh, uh, Jack Black. No. Uh, this person is famous for... Um, Essentially nothing aside from being associated with another even more popular non-celebrity. Nicole Richie? No, but you're you're in a similar vein. Um this person is most most notably associated with a um Olympian athlete trans person. Uh Chris Jenner? You got it, dude. Two points. Yes. So we are you at said nine Olympian. to six. Yes. Yep. Since so you said Olympian trans, I'm like, okay, that has to be uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Right. All right. All right. Next one. Smoking kills. If you're killed, you've lost an important part of your life. Oh, I've heard this one before. Um. <laughs> Britney Spears. No. Um, actress probably most remembered for roles in the mid to late 80s. Mid to late 80s. Oh. Damn. I, uh, all right. I need another hint. Uh, had a TV sitcom. Oh, what the hell was the name of it? Shit, my brain just went blank and I had it in there. Um, Suddenly Susan or something to that effect? Desperately okay. Seeking? No, it was Suddenly Susan. I think that's what it was called. Um, Alyssa Milano. No. All I right, was in the movie... Was in the movie Blue Lagoon. 
Dude, I have nothing. I know I've heard this quote before. I think that's it. I don't have it. I, I, Brooke Shields. I have no clue. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. Brooke Shields. This is a, a response to a tweet. So this person said, I'm glad I got caught this article on Yahoo. I now burn your books and movies, too. This person's response. Well, the fumes from the DVDs might be toxic, and I've still got your money, so by all means, borrow my lighter. Stephen King. No. Uh, this person is famous for having been homeless when, she, when they wrote uh, the bulk of their work in London. Oh, uh... I can't think of her fucking name. The one who wrote Harry Potter. I'll take uh, that. J.K. Yes, Rowling. J J.K. Rowling. I'll take that. Yes. So you've got three. You got three points. Yeah. So we're now tied at nine. We're now tied at nine to nine. All right. So it is your turn. When asked whether this person supported gay marriage, they replied, "No. I think gay marriage is something that should be between a man and a woman." <laughs> George W. Bush. You know, you might think that that was who it was, but it's not. All right, um, so give me my... Former movie actor. Former movie actor. Yes. Former well, movie actor. I would say at, at this point they were a former movie actor when they made this comment. Now, they have made some films after that. But at this point, okay. they're they were not a movie actor. Okay. Um. Read the question again, or read the the quote again. When asked whether they support gay marriage, they replied, "No, I think gay marriage is something that should be between a man and a woman." Um. Could it belong? Could that? Be attributed to Kevin Sorbo? <laughs> no, but you are in the correct vein. Uh, okay. As far as movies go, uh, I would say Action Star. Action Star. Okay. Um. Hmm. Was that a was that a clue? Action yeah. Star. Yep. Um, Steven Seagal. Nope. Last clue. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, that was your clue? That was too much of a giveaway. I don't even know if I deserve... I, I think yeah. I take... I'll take two points for that. All right, we're just we're just having fun, so no biggie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I still think I only take two points for that because that was kind of weak sauce for me. So uh, let's see here. A true friend walks in when everyone else walks out. A true friend doesn't rub it in when you make a mistake. They rub it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um 
Well, I don't know. It sounds like something a priest might say when they think nobody's listening. <laughs> I will I will give you a free hint. You're on the right path. <laughs> no, it wasn't the Pope. Hmm. I... That was a free hint, and I still don't. Um... You're, I'll and tell I you this, I've, you're gonna, you're kick, you'll kick yourself if you don't get this. Richard Simmons. No. <laughs> okay. All right, so this is a conservative Christian televangelist type of character. Billy Graham? No. Second hint. This person is well-known for having a massive mansion and a, uh, a, a private jet, at least one private jet. Joel Osteen. You got it in two points. Woo! You are in, we are now tied at 11 points. And that brings us to your our next round. All right, my next one. I guess I'm going to fade into Bolivian. I'm going to I guess I'm going to fade into oblivion. Fade into Bolivian. Bolivian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Christian Adenson. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your first clue. This guy got hit in the head a lot. Mm. Um. Fade to Bolivian. Um. <laughs> got hit in the head a lot. Uh. It sounds like a football player, but I'm not 100% sure about what the football player would be. I'm I'm gonna say Johnny Knoxville. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I think this is even. I think this is even beyond Johnny Knoxville. Uh, your second clue is that would be my first clue. Yeah. No. N not my second clue. No, your first clue was that he got hit in the head a lot. Okay, okay. Yeah. Your second clue right. is this gentleman is a boxer. Okay, uh, Muhammad Ali. No. Your um, third okay. clue is is known for having a pet tiger. Pet tiger. Oh, uh, um, fuck. What's his name? Um, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is correct. So, how many points is that? One. Yes. All right. So I'm at twelve. You're at eleven. All right. So, go to mine. I just had the thrill of a lifetime. Saw the clock change from 1.59 a.m. to 1 a.m. I love clocks. 
Okay, I can't take this one because I know it. You know it? Oh, I no. saw it. Yeah, it was Larry King. All right, so uh, we'll just call that a draw. And I, so, all right, let's do yours. I don't get a chance at another one. I don't. Well, I can give you another one. All right, yeah, yeah. I'll do it that way. Out of respect for the young woman that Alec Baldwin killed yesterday, I will let this one rest. Had the roles been reversed, he would have been calling for the electric chair. Electric chair. Rip Helena. Hmm. Bill O'Reilly? No. This person is um, almost certainly a cocaine addict. But not as much as his brother. Almost certainly a cocaine addict, but not as much as his brother. I don't know. Okay, second clue. Um, This person looks like... Beavis, I'm sorry, yes, Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. When he does not have a beard. Hmm. I know I'm going to kick myself when you tell me who it is then. Oh yeah, you will. I I almost think it's Kellyanne Conway. No, no. One more question, (laughs) one more clue. This This is the son of a former president. God, I I can't even think of any presidents that in our lifetime that had sons except maybe Ronald Reagan had one and I mean obviously George W. Bush was the son of a president. Right. I don't know. George W. Bush. I have no idea. Eric Trump. Oh, why couldn't I get that? I crapped out at the wrong moment. (laughs) (laughs) He does look like fucking Beavis. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's funny. That really does piss me off a little bit. All right, I got, I got, I'm, I'm going to give you one anyway, even though you won the game, because this one made me laugh. Okay, I, I don't have any more, so. That's all right. We'll make this our last one. I believe in an America where millions of Americans believe in an America. That's the America millions of Americans believe in. That's the America I love. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> no, it's not Bill O'Reilly. Uh... It is a politician. Okay. Um, Mitt Romney. It is Mitt Romney. You didn't even give me a chance to give you like, yeah, but that's... I believe in an America where millions of Americans believe in an America that's the America millions of Americans believe in. That's the America I love. (laughs) I just just couldn't... I'm tongue-tied even trying to say it. I couldn't. I couldn't think of anyone more inarticulate than Mitt Romney. Like, even, even, <laughs> even like 
Donald Trump had some grace, where Mitt Romney is just like da 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 da. George W. was good for stuff like that too, you know, like fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, you won't get fooled again. Yeah, <laughs> like well, he was listening to the fucking yeah, Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, can't fool him twice is what the quote was. I think. <laughs> That's what it was supposed to mean. So I have a new coworker, um, really, really nice guy. I, I like him a lot, but he is one of those people who, when you're training him, it's like you kind of have to like slow down. Or he will speed himself into a problem. Like, he'll close applications that you're in the middle of. Or he'll oh make a big my. change. Yeah, and, and it's it really, it's one of those things where he's trying very hard to keep up with you. But he doesn't want, he gets flustered because he doesn't like having someone look over his shoulder. And, and that's a real challenge to me as a trainer. So... I've taken to sort of like saying like, hey, slow down, slow down, slow down. Let's look at what we've got in front of us right now. And it's working pretty good, but it's it's difficult because I am an impatient person. I'm the guy who wants to grab the mouse and say, let's do it this way. And I don't want to do that with this guy. I don't want to do that with this guy because he needs to learn his shit. And he's competent. Don't get me wrong. He's very competent. He's just nervous. And it's 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 questionable at times, you know, how I'm going to train him. And so you like know, when I'd I deal love with him to hear what you're going to say next about this fascinating new coworker of yours. But I just looked at the clock and we are out of time, but so that's going to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Story Time with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like the, hopefully, the giggles we gave you going over those crazy quotes from people. Especially the one about gay marriage being between a man and a woman. Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Have a question for us? You want us to talk about something on the show? Would you, dear listener, like to ask us a question? Send us an email at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to learn more about the show... And get extras like links to the videos, sites, and other media... Visit dembeans.biz. That's a dot biz because we mean business. Hell yeah.